Wait, should we do Just it? Just fucking or? go with it. It's fine. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the TOVG podcast. My name is George Weedman. We also have Jim Belikoff and, and Matt Visual in here, as, as per usual. Yes. However, <laughs> quasi-returning, half-returning, um, yeah. is, is, is Scribble Scrabble. He, That's like, me. He's yes. returning from the lost levels. The, the, the lost episode of, of the TOVG podcast yeah. that, that I, I single-handedly completely screwed up was this, this great discussion we had about Scribble Scrabble here, a friend from SGC, going or, or getting ready to go to Japan. Mm. However, that was weeks ago, and now you are back from Japan. Yes, so everybody I welcome, welcome him back. Also, for most of you, actually for all of you, welcome him to the podcast for the first time. Should, we, should there be a moment of silence as they welcome me? To <laughs> no, I, I think they'll just, they'll, they'll just make sure you say mm. his name right and say Scrub. Instead no, of scrub. no. <laughs> Do we have to retell this story? <laughs> no. Like, like, no, how many no. stories we should retell? Because there's yeah, so many like, good ones. There, there were, you guys missed a lot. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Viewer, listener, uh, widely regarded as the best podcast ever recorded by humans by yes. every handsome person it's in true, Hot Lakes. Yes. It was the last true. podcast, right. yeah, and um, it got up and deleted by. We'll just say the forces that be, <laughs> the Georges uh, that be. George was George one day, and the George is the weedman, <laughs> the weed man. He had too much weed, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't. Shut up. Uh, the TVO VG podcast does not contain the use of drugs. Or- <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. <laughs> I like how that's really low. <laughs> Someone has to really listen to that disclaimer. So, anyways. I mean, this is an 18 and up podcast. We say fuck a lot. I'm sure whoever's listening out there can make their own decisions. Right. To, to very, very quickly, super Drugs fast cool. recap. Scrib is a friend from SGC. We had a grand old time and then played his video games. And for the very last night, we some of us stayed at his house and watched Dorm of the Dead. <laughs> And the then porn. he went off to glorious Nippon and left us all behind. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's break the ice here. Tell us, tell us what what it's like over there in in Sushi Land. How many segus did you desu? Uh, well, I segoyed all the desus and the nyan nyans and the doki dokis all Whoa. over. Um, I f- Whoa! I feel like yeah, go. I feel like this is racist. It's fine. <laughs> it's. Mm. Mm. It's just we'll fix it mm. in post. Uh, I'm the one fixing it in post. Do I need to fix that? I I think it's fine. Uh, all right, all right. Judges, did, did you play any pachinko okay. machines? I did. I did. <laughs> oh um, no. And pachinko is something that us Westerners will never understand. In because fact, it sucks. Yeah. In fact, I learned <laughs> that most stupid. Japanese people don't even understand pachinko. But so for, who's for the those, market? For those that don't know, uh, pachinko is a machine where you put little metal balls in and then you shoot them to the top and then they fall down and sometimes they go in the middle and when they go in the middle, magical things happen. But they put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these machines in giant complexes that have like the best soundproof doors that I've ever not heard in my life. Because <laughs> as you pass the building, you hear nothing. You could hear a butterfly landing on a soft billowy cloud 300 mm. miles away. But as soon as you open the door, a cavalcade of sound just hits your person and you're bewildered and confused. Oh, my person. Yeah, and you sit down 
That was the most poetic description I've ever heard of gambling machines. <laughs> you, you, you sit down in this uh, amalgamation of color and sound. Amalgamation. Oh, I really like yeah, this. I, and you don't know what to do because everything is in Japanese. Stupid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh boy. Now we're talking about racism. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about pachinko machines. Oh, no. And, continue, and continue. You put in your bills in the machine. Right. Uh, and then you have to push a blue button, as I learned. It's blue, and you push it, and then all your little balls come out, and then mm-hmm. you oh. all you do is you sit there, you nudge how difficult, how uh, much the balls shoot up, because you don't want them to shoot too much, you don't want it to shoot too little. So like when you find right. that, you really just sit there, and sometimes you hit a button, and then all your balls go away, and you question your own sanity for a little bit, and that's pachinko. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you know the history of these, but Pachinko machines are pretty much devious Japanese ways of getting around the Japanese laws that prevent gambling Gam- machines. Correct. That is true. Because um, they're like they're like so tangentially semi not yeah, gambling because this, there is maybe kind of one skill involved, there's, right? There's a big thing in Japan and it's called metal games. Um, mm, so that like sounds fucking you, metal. Sounds yeah. brutal as what shit. What you do is you win metal, uh, like what they call as medals, and then mm. like you can trade. Uh, it, it depends on the place. Like sometimes in like pachinko, if you win a bunch, you actually get like pieces of gold, and then you go to a pawn shop called a tuck shop, uh, <laughs> where you exchange that gold for cash, and that's how you get money from pachinko. But most so of the wait. time, in, I'm not done of, yet. Hold okay, on, I George. Just, I have a very important question. Okay, but okay. yes. What? So instead of giving you money for playing the game, they instead give you the raw, rare earth metal that the money yeah. standard is calculated by. Yeah, but only if you get enough metals. Uh, imagine, like, you're at Dave & Buster's, mm-hmm. uh, okay. and you get a bunch of tickets, and but one yep. of the prizes for the tickets is gold. <laughs> <laughs> that's, gold. That's, that's what it is and old men and old women specifically old people they're trying to get younger people captured in the net of pachinko like they have madoka magica machines it's really right bizarre. I, mean, machines. I mean they they almost immediately got me with that erotic violence yeah, one, you know uh, it took me all my self-restraint just to stay in my they, house and play video games people people buy buckets of these little balls and each bucket is like oh. about 40 to 50 bucks and people will have like 20 of them and they just sit in that pachinko hall literally all day sucking their life force into the pachinko machine so hopefully the pachinko gods will smile upon them and give them their metal that they can take to the tuck shop and get cold hard cash and yeah. and also just to just to continue to clarify these machines the like the pachinko thing getting it into the right slot isn't like the that's not like you, you did it there's yeah. like slot machines beyond that that right. happen right because what happens is oh when God. you get it in the middle which happens maybe uh 30 of the time about Good. that like yeah Great. Uh, thir- uh 30 or 20 um it'll spin the the like the slot machine reels and okay. sometimes you can like slow it down by mashing the button most times you can't and it's just Good. yeah so it's combining yeah. all of the brain drooling things of slot machines with this newfangled <laughs> unknown eastern 
method of pachinko. The, in, in the in the you in the pachinko emulators in Yakuza Four. Yakuza Four, yeah. They they just played a slot machine animation that you had no control over. Well, if you remember in the Aladdin game, in the Aladdin mm. pachinko, which is real, Aladdin pachinko is a real machine. Great. Uh, you can like kind of mash the button to slow it down. How much it actually works is kind of unknown to the populace. Um, <laughs> probably so, bullshit. Yeah. What what you're saying is. This is essentially a slot machine that you can get to work one out of three times by a pretty much random luck of the draw of the first f- maybe four seconds of a pinball machine. Yeah, it's really it's really odd. You it sucks away your cash super quickly, uh, and like the only skill that would arguably be involved is there's the pachinko machines have the stats at the top. Uh, oh boy! So like you want to run. Like, you want to find one that hasn't hit a jackpot in, like, you know, 800 spins or something, because Mm -hmm. then, like, it's prime jackpot ready. Uh, Uh, The statistics are in your favor. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Mm -hmm. they, to reiterate, they have pachinko machines for everything. Uh, They have Biohazard pachinko, they have Madoka Magica pachinko, Lupin the Third, uh, Fist of the North Star, which is huge. It's huge. Um, Biohazard is... That's Resident Evil over there, right? Correct. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there a lever that you pull? Uh, <laughs> it's, a lever that yeah, you lever. hit, yeah. if you will. And the lever is really oh, powerful, lever, especially right. against living things. Uh, but no, <laughs> you, there's, a little, there's a little knob you turn to like determine how, <laughs> how much the ball goes up. Mm. And then you just sit there and you slowly die. So, I mean, so there is actually a lever... It's a, it's more of a knob or a dial, but Hit the they knob. couldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> Adjust the knob. <laughs> so that wouldn't have been as as catchy in the trailer. Actually, Not that hit the lever was catchy or good uh, or anything. I also went. I wasn't going to say this, but we're talking about Barry Burton. Uh, I also went to the Capcom <laughs> bar, uh, and oh. they had a Barry Burton like dish that came with like his maroon colored like. You know, his vest is that red. It comes with yeah. that, but it's like a napkin. And <laughs> it's just, it's like this soup of shiitake mushrooms and shrimp and, and just then, like bread. And that's and like... And then you could simulate, you could simulate wiping your face yeah, on his shirt. Yeah, yeah, to have the full experience. And <laughs> right. they also give you, this was the big appeal, they also give you special uh, Resident Evil stationery that says oh, stars man. all over it. So, yeah. So Worth that's the price. Huh? There you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Did it come with an alcoholic beverage called the Berry Bourbon? Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna be here all week. No, no. They, they did have uh, this alcoholic thing that had a brain ice cube, and then the alcohol came in a syringe that was blue, and your drink was clear, and you had to shoot the blue into your drink. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was, I, it was really cool. <laughs> I'm one for for cheesy ass presentation like that, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, it was great. So what was what was the weirdest thing you saw over there? Okay. Uh, oh no, here we go. <laughs> you sound ready. You're ready. Oh yeah, I, I've perfected this story. Uh, 
The last everyone, one was pretty pretty good, so I know, you standards did a really good job, are so. high. Everyone always asks this. Uh, first off, let me let me set the stage. Uh, they have this place called Tower Records, which is an eight-story tall CD store. Because uh, CDs are still a thing in Japan. But not just CDs, but like listening stations where you could like, like in Mega Man Legends, walk mm-hmm. up and just listen <laughs> to full entire CDs until Great. you're done. Um, and uh, there was this one time I was listening to metal and I was just nodding, you know, as you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lady behind the counter thought I was nodding at her. So she mm-hmm. was nodding back, like saying, welcome. <laughs> and if one person in Japan or if one employee in Japan is doing something, then five others also replicate it. So oh, for no. about a whole minute, everyone on the floor was just nodding. I, but, so I was oh descending God. this tower. Uh, the opposite of you know Tartarus. I was started from the top, which was the classical level, because they're all the floors are separated by genre, and Great. each floor has like very particular stylings. Like the classical one looked like a library, and it was carpeted, and like the rock one was all very like it had you know steel pipes and cool stuff sticking out, so it looked very rocky and whatnot. Right. Uh, so I was going down, and I got to the fourth floor. Where I heard like your typical kawaii song, and I'm right. like, oh, typical Japan. And uh, then I heard feedback. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. So I I, I dive in to this floor, which was the anime <laughs> soundtrack floor. Yeah, and in the back, in this little corner on this tiny stage, oh, there no. were five little girls. One of them, which was 12, and I know this because I got a flyer. With all their ages on it, it was okay. weird. Um, one of them, they were all performing these sick choreographed dance moves on the tiniest stage I've ever seen. I don't know how they could fit five people and dance on this stage, but they were performing to a crowd of people that was also performing those moves at them. And they would also oh. chant parts of the song that were not part of the song, but they somehow knew through osmosis. And I was expecting none of this. It just suddenly happened. And it, it's this – you can look them up. It's this band called Devil Anthem, and it's just this weird, like, 13-year-old group of j- just Japanese nonsense. Uh, and yeah, it was, I mean, that's – It was – just like oh japan's happening now all over that sounds Uh, pretty magical just like having real life turn into a musical yeah i'm looking at a picture right now and this is one of those things where i I, mm, most racial stereotypes i'm like that's not true the stereotype that japanese people tend to look the same age for most of their life this picture only one girl in this picture looks like she's actually like what twelve did you say? Right. The one middle of one? twelve. Is it the middle, middle one, one? Right. Yeah. The middle one. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like uh, okay, super weird. Now, w- weird. now one of them's fourteen, so you can figure <laughs> out which one is for the rest of our thirteen. Uh, one is fourteen. Yeah. I, I I feel like we're we're steadily crossing a line here. I'm <laughs> Scribs. The one talking about 
this little you girl band. You asked about weirdest story, and here I am, and now George is piping on about. And now lines. we're trying to like guess the age of. The, are you <laughs> looking at the picture, George? Because <laughs> you'd be trying to guess yeah. too. You? George is trying to be safe here. He's trying to blame George, it on exactly, us. Exactly. Exactly. George is like, I don't want to be put on that watch right, list. Right. I'm just. Gonna... <laughs> I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather not. Yeah, so everyone <laughs> look up Devil Anthem and then write to them and so they come to the yourself. U.S. Yeah, and yeah, just have a good old time. Uh, so that w that was a real fun, uh, nonsensical, unexpected experience. <laughs> Why are they hailing Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> that was called Devil's I Anthem. That was supposed to be a, a silent thing that I just linked in the Skype group for only us to see, but there's a picture of them in what looks like a courtroom. And I think they're pledging, but it definitely does look more like a a Heil salute. Oh wow! Kind of yeah. Motion. That, wow. With the I think red I think black they're. And white. A, I think weird. that's a church. I think might be a church. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't tell. It makes sense with their whole devil motif. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, mm. they're they're not very threatening for. Despite the devil motif, you know. Yo, just wait till you see him dance, George, and then you're like, <laughs> I mean, they got, name like they devil got anthem. Yeah, I, I close my eyes tech. and think devil anthem, and imagine literally the exact opposite of what I'm seeing. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, how's so, your how's your guys' week been? <laughs> well, speaking speaking of the devil and his anthem, um, I am trash because i have been playing clicker heroes what is no. what is clicker heroes so first i want to apologize to the the people who got me into clicker heroes because i'm not going to be very nice to the game right now and it says nothing about them as people for enjoying the game but goddamn clicker heroes is just a clicker game and I've played maybe seven or eight hours of it. Whoa. And the thing is, I have one good thing to say about Clicker Heroes, is that it is a more interesting and compelling version of the exact same thing that every other Clicker game is. And in the, in the sense where if you look back on your experience with any other clicker game like cookie clicker or whatever the fuck yeah. other ones Cow are clicker. i know there's a lot i know there's a lot sakura um, clicker yes uh essentially if you look back on your experience you can just say yeah i clicked but clicker heroes feels like you did more you didn't but it feels like you did mm. because it's got this whole rpg theme to it and you like you get gold for beating monsters and you every there's like four zones with ten monsters each, and then you fight a boss at the end, and like you can buy heroes that give you timed DPS on the monsters, and your clicks are damaged, so you can click to do more damage or let your heroes do DPS to them. Then there's upgrades and special abilities. <laughs> are and you slowly fucking... dying as you're yes. recounting? No. <laughs> I'm getting like PTSD just thinking about this again. And this is just it's this fucking like never-ending cycle of everything is exactly the same no matter what you do so you come back to the you turn on the game and it's like your heroes have gotten you 800 quintillion gold while you were gone you're like hooray and then you buy another hero and then you do more damage and then you kind of dick around for about 15 minutes and then you close the game and you do it again but i mean like that's what i've reserved myself to doing you can sit there and like mash click a lot and help <gasps> And also, uh, 
This game goes so deep into the the clicking RPG. I don't even know what to call it. There is literally like a similar to Call of Duty prestige system where you you go back to level one and you lose all your abilities, but you gain heroes souls, which up your overall damage by a flat 10% each. And so like you get through the game faster by restarting the game and then the heroes, I don't it's We start the satisfaction of completing the game after clicking hundreds yeah. and hundreds of hours. Yeah. The endless cycle, then, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I can, I will give it its credits that it is, pretty much like masterfully laid out so that it always feels like the thing you do is like a good thing that's progressing and that you feel good about and it's like there's no like there's no like oh I can just go back and farm this easy thing like everything gives you the same amount of golds like the like gold to time ratio so it's just better to continue moving forward so it's like it forces you into this continual push forward that will never end and it's it's kind of crazy they they have clans and i'm in my friend's clan and they have raids and essentially what a raid is in clicker heroes is <laughs> once a day a boss monster spawns and you get in there as soon as it spawns like the second that the right that the hour turns all the clan boys get online and they <laughs> they jump into this boss fight and you pretty much just mash click on this unkillable monster for 30 seconds and then afterwards it tallies up how much damage everybody did based on your hero souls and clicks and then it gives you more hero souls for doing that and mm. that's that's pretty much been the only game I've been playing because I've been editing and so that game is really easy to just turn on and let DPS in yeah, the background. You see, I feel like this is the same reason people play Pachinko. It is. It's, it's all it's, connected here. See? But but thankfully, you don't have to put in money right. every time you want to click. Yeah, but you also don't get gold. Yeah. I'm looking at a video right now, and gold is popping up everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's, no! It's a very... It's a very, like... Uh, the graphic, Like, the graphical stuff for all the monsters and stuff isn't the best-looking... But there are so many different things that it's it's pretty impressive for a clicking game for it to be so, I don't know, interesting. Are like, you playing on a phone? Because um, it looks no, like I've it just, came out on Steam. Yeah, it's I'm playing the Steam version. Because huh, I'm imagining like it would be really, really tough to yank it away from your hand because all you have to do is tap your thumb on the phone. Yeah, I mean, I probably could be playing on my phone right now and just be like, like drumming my fingers no on it. No one would but know. No one would know. But I, I decided not to pick it up on my phone because I'd rather not be using all of my, uh, all of my battery power on clicking. <laughs> just tapping your phone as you work. So, yeah. so you actually do have some degree of like value judgment that that you're making here. It's like it's like I downloaded it. When I was drunk one night, because my friend has, and I kid <laughs> you not, you 400 know. hours in it. What the f- how, it, and In the so PC it's, version? It's, yeah, it's oh mostly idle time. He opens it, leaves it idle, checks okay, it. Okay, okay. Because with your hero souls, you can also summon ancients that give you abilities based on how you're playing the game. So he has an idle build. So if he has the game open and idles for 60 seconds, he gains more damage and more gold per monster killed. 
This and so is... he idles and comes back and collects the gold every now and then. It's it is insanity. It's too deep for a clicking game, but there's no there's nothing that's really beyond that, so it's still just a clicking game and I don't know. I don't know. I, I love how I that's know. like always been the draw of clicking games. Like Cow Clicker was a parody of Farmville. It was like a mean spirited, simple Farmville's dumb. This is what you guys are doing with your life. But then right. someone made Candy Box. It was called Candy mm -hmm. Box, right? I'm not sure. It was just like ASCII art that, that automatically mm -hmm. regenerated some kind of resource as you kept the page open, no matter what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And eventually, all of these little lollipops that you were just collecting for doing nothing in particular would evolve into an epic storyline about traversing dungeons and saving the world. I've never heard of that. Whoa, you play weird games, man. <laughs> I'm looking at uh, candybox2.net right now. Yeah, candy box. Yeah. Oh, I see. I have four candies, five candies, six candies, and then I'm going to eat all the candies when it gets to ten. Hang on. And yeah, I ate the candies. Oh, see, oh no. no. When I got to no. ten, it said I could throw ten on the ground. See, now, now you're getting trapped again. Yeah. Hang on. Those... I want to throw the ten candies on the ground. I want to no, see what happens. No, we have podcast. Those we decisions podcast are going to gonna branch yeah, gonna off into <laughs> surprising areas that was driving everyone <laughs> crazy back in like 2012, I think. Um, but yeah, that's that's the shit that I've been doing. <laughs> it's just gotten also, worse from Candy Box. Just a, a quick shout out because I, this happened after the podcast last week. But um, I think I mentioned that I busted my Wii U gamepad a while ago. Oh no! And uh, last Monday, I sent it out through Nintendo's repairs system. Mm -hmm. um, got it back re fully repaired by Friday. Wow! Yay. So it happened in one week. It ha yeah, it looked. Like, took two days to get there, one day to repair, and two days to get back. I have a question, so, and that is, did you have to send in the console as well as the gamepad? Nope. Only okay. The only things that you need to send in is the stuff that you need repaired. Great, because I have to... My gamepad came shipped with, with borked motion controls, mm. and I can deal... I got Splatoon last week. I'm having a blast with it. Right. And, and I feel like... You, you were sending me a bunch of texts about how I need to have the motion controls turned on to have, a, have, a, have an edge in there. But I still want to play okay. against people. Yeah, uh, I, I don't like the motion controls in Splatoon. Yeah. I do a lot better with the stick. You say that, but getting better at the motion controls has a much higher ceiling of what you can do. I, and I can easily imagine that because you have like a finer degree of precision. There's a little more gradation there. There's also incredible quick turning and like you can 180 in uh, in motion controls in like a split second. Which is like very important. I'm willing to tolerate the game without it, even though I know I'm at a disadvantage. But I'm looking forward to Fatal Frame coming out, which oh is happening oh. in late October, I believe. I think. Is that a. Oh no, I don't have it on the outline. But they announced a digital only release date for Fatal Frame. For some reason, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking late October. But I want to play Splatoon and keep it going. Mm -hmm. Mario Maker is about to come out, and I requested a review copy. If I don't get a review copy, I'm going to mail this gamepad in on the week Metal Gear Solid 5 comes out, which mm -hmm. is in only a few days from now. Oh, right. Yeah, but is. until then, I already still feel well taken care of because I got a review copy for Active Aggression. I've been checking that out. It's a little, um, a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. So it's billing itself as a throwback to old Command and Conquer games, but it just seems like kind of a a, 
uh, a cheap mimicry of what they used to be so far. Maybe I'll find out more as I go on, but mm. I've also redboxed Until Dawn, which Ooh. I was having a blast with last night. Yeah, I've yeah, Matt's, Matt's intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is Until Dawn bigger than a rent, or is it just still like a play it once and then you're done kind of I'm, I'm I'm thinking it'll be a play it once and then you're done. I looked up how long to beat until dawn right. and it's at eight hours so it sounds like oh, it might yeah be that's good. not yeah. bad and it's a full yeah. 60 dollar game so take that into account right but yeah. i don't know if you want to pay 60 dollars for right. an eight hour thing uh, but it's not still... if it's not made by david cage <laughs> <laughs> it's not made by david cage yeah, uh, yeah i know shut up yeah. it's it's like a a a telltale david cage alike but has super duper high fidelity graphics and shitty but frame rate does it I make you feel? I, I yes. It, it's like really fucking scary sometimes, and really you funny some other scares. times. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard that it was. I heard that the uh, the deaths that you can find yourself being in are pretty brutal. Maybe the thing is, you find clues. The whole the whole theme of the game is is seeing how much it can do with, with the butterfly effect, and it rubs that in so hard, like. You find little butterfly icons popping up on your screen every time you do something that may or may not be significant later on. And you also find mm -hmm. items that give your characters visions of a possible future, which includes mm -hmm. deaths that may or may not happen that you can then kind of play to consciously try to avoid. Mm. Like, uh, it's, it's a little hard to explain, but did, did anyone here play Assassin's Creed 2? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. You know how you, as you would play you would unlock this this cheesy CGI movie about the origin of the universe or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Maybe I didn't play that far. The the Until Dawn gives you little unlockable movies like that, but they'll show like ambiguous female body falling down a hill, for example. So then you mm. know, hmm, if I play as any females or see any females next to a hill, maybe I should steer them away from that. Which may or may I not see. lead to other more interesting consequences later down the road. Mm -hmm. it, it's basic. It's not exactly like it doesn't feel super duper innovative or groundbreaking away from from the typical Telltale or like David Cage nonviolent adventure game. But at the same time, it just feels like they ramped up the branches to a degree this genre has not really stepped towards before. If mm. uh, if if I were to ask for like a quick synopsis of the game, would would it be like spoilery? Is it better not to go all. in not knowing anything? It's, it's or? actually pretty good if you go into it expecting it to be um, Cabin in the Woods, the video game, like okay. subverting ah. '80s slasher movie tropes. Okay, and it's great I'm sitting fun. here. I I am I am holding it from Redbox right now as as you talking about it because this sounds right up my alley you should also I, bring a friend over so you guys can argue over the decisions step one is to get a friend exactly yeah. well i mean it's not like a multiplayer <laughs> game but there's still there's still i i still wish i had someone someone there to argue with me about whether or not i should well you know in, in like an 80s at e3 
it was, and, and they, they would ask the crowd and in the movies that this thing's riffing on you'll see like a woman open the door and and look behind her and take a shower and you'll be scre- screaming at the screen being like no don't go to the shower the killer's waiting in there <laughs> and in the game your character will be like walking towards the shower and there'll be a button prompt and it'll it'll give you a choice of which stupid idiotic thing you want the 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 dumb horny teenagers who hate each other do as they get picked off by by evil forces Mm. Um, um, stalking them in in this haunted woods. I got about halfway through, and, and the grand reveal hasn't happened yet. But it's still like very, very self-awarely playing with all those old '80s slasher movie tro- tropes in a fun way that's also kind of genuine. Like it doesn't straight up parody mm. them. It mm-hmm. knows it's using them, but it doesn't really like make a joke about it, which is which is very it just strange. embraces them. Yeah, it, it, it's effective even though. It is so obviously cliched and also self-aware in its cliches. So I I found out about Until Dawn from um, I was looking up Malik uh, from Mr. Robot. He's like the main mm-hmm. lead, and he does he does voice acting for it. Um, mm-hmm. How is the voice acting? Like, is it is it supposed to be cheesy, or is it succeeding in being cheesy? It's a little hard to get used to. I don't know when I really overcame the curve. Where I started getting right. used to it, but a lot of characters act um, very animated and over the top, and most of the characters don't. So there ends up kind of being this weird dissonance. Like it's not really out of the realm of of any like regular tier video game voice acting, but at the same time, it's not super duper truly excellent. It's just one weird thing I noticed is that I had to turn the volume way up because I think the game is mixed down from almost everything else I've been playing on the PS4 lately. Hmm. And I've never really yeah. had that problem before. Interesting. But yeah, I would totally, I mean, I'm, I'm going to finish it up tonight, but last night I was having a blast with, with this game. Like it's really, really well done for what they were setting out to do. There's, there's actual exploration parts where you play it like a survival horror game. Like holding a tiny little lighter in front of your character, searching for notes in a haunted house in the dark, and and the camera angles that it uses are um like uh, classic tank control camera angles. Oh, cool! You don't like, have like tank Rizzi. controls. Yeah, but the camera there's there's a director in charge of the camera who will have the camera David like Cage. sneaking up behind you in in the bushes and stuff and <laughs> obscuring the things your character is looking at that you as the player want to see. And, and oh, because I, I mean, you know, I love that shit. I'm eating it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Sounds yeah, that's cool. Neat. Yeah, it's it's neat. Yeah. I, so uh, we actually have a fourth person uh, in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Matt, oh, Matt Visual. Oh, what have you been doing? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm here as well. Um, <laughs> um, well, OK. <laughs> so I finished. Well, that's Fallout. all the time we have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, cut it. Just cut it right there. And just move on to the news. Just move on. Yeah. Um, no, I. I so I. Once I finished up the Fallout review, I was just like, I want to just sit down and play some games. And guess what came out? Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which is a remaster oh, yeah. of the first one, um, which is right. where the bare bones, 1080p, 60 FPS in multiplayer, but not story mode. 
Really? So, really? Yeah. Wait, wait. It doesn't. Hell? It doesn't have multiplayer story mode. No, 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 no. It it's 20, 1080p, 60 FPS, FPS in multiplayer, but 30 FPS oh, okay. in the campaign. It absolutely has two player. I was uh, about campaign. to say, yeah, because that that's half the fun of Gears of War. Yes, like if that's that's what I always played it with, and we always had a fun time. Um, for background, I I love the Gears of War franchise. I I played every single Gears that came out. It it, it tapered off after Gears Three. They did the, the, <laughs> Cliffy did that thing wrong. Um, and um, I, I was even in tournaments for Gears of War. So I oh, I nice. love I love like I love it. So this one, uh, I already beat the campaign, of course. So I just played Gears of War throughout the whole week and now i'm taking a break from it but it, i gotta say they with the dedicated servers a lot of the issues with the old ones you know that there's a lot of like shotgun pellets not hitting a person you know even though mm. they're right in front of you a lot of that type of stuff tends to happen even though some people you know compared to every like before if if no one doesn't know before it used to be like a p2p thing and people were host a server and the the game will I guess the, your enjoyment will will um, be governed by this guy's connection. So if it was a horrible connection, oh, yeah, yeah, and then the host guy was always powerful, always better than yeah. everyone else, like that type of problem. So it's dedicated service oh, now. Man. So it's a lot more balanced. Most of the time, it works really well, and then sometimes it gets a little weird when I don't know, like it's weird, like when certain people come into the match, it like lags the whole match. Sometimes I don't know how that works. Mm. I don't know how they have it. Maybe set up. it's trying to compensate for their shitty yeah. connection by making yeah. everyone else shittier. Yeah, mm. yeah, and that's kind of what happens sometimes. But when you're in a good match, you're in a good match. Like, and it's it's a satisfaction from Gears of War I don't get from any other game. I, I just don't mm. any other shooter for that matter. So it's one of my mm. favorite. Just being able to blow someone up popping their head that sound of like it, it's the sound is created by a baby crying them crunching lettuce and some other things and it's like the best that's that's actually <laughs> some other horrifying. things yeah, yeah, yeah some other things. those could be anything yeah 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 it's, it's so yeah it's good uh, what what kind of i i guess like gold plated um, um, it jumps out of the screen and and gives you a blowjob wizardry. Did they do to the single player campaign to to make it have frame rate issues on a nine year old game? It's like a it's a dirty thirty. It's a dirty uh uh, uh thirty uh thirty fps. I even I even saw like a picture of it where like the textures weren't so great in the Xbox One thing. Is was that a doctored image or was it like it's, are there some things that are kinda like eh The multiplayer it. looks better than a single player in my opinion. Um there's okay. a lot Probably of like they really brought this from death. Rate. They brought this from death too. It, it, it's there's not enough graphics there for them to be like, oh, this is in thirty because oh it looks beautiful. No, it doesn't it doesn't look that good nostalgia mm. nostalgia will hit you and be like man this was like a pixelated mess before in 360 <laughs> now it's like you know textures and you can finally see the guts you know like nah it's 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 definitely good but it, it's not f like 30 30 fps worthy for sure and that's so weird because it's literally a nine-year-old game like 2006 yeah 
That's yeah. that's. I would and, have and it rather... ran fine on the original Xbox. I remember I got it on the PC as well. They they, I think they knew what they were doing in terms of optimization back then. And how how the hell does it happen now that I I I don't know. I'd like to know the stories behind these situations. Uh, yeah, hmm. I would too. I, I I don't get how they can you know juice up multiplayer but not the. Uh campaign and it looks like it only almost dips down to 25 sometimes it's not like how you play destiny and you see destiny seems kind of smooth i don't mm -hmm. know like maybe it's because i went my eyes got used to the 60 when i was playing multiplayer and i went straight to the campaign and i was Ooh. like oh my god it's so bad but the motion blur is heavy but yeah i like that term dirty 30 dirty 30 <laughs> yeah i want to start using 30. that yeah same uh, all right, we are going to move to news uh, after we finish taking a quick break. We got another another weird scribble story coming in after we uh, adjust ourselves. Oh, Pac-Man, I'm beat. And I'm hungry. Thank goodness for new Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. New Pac-Man pasta? Mmm, little spaghetti shaped like us. And because Chef Boyardee is packed with goodness, it's great for when we have to eat and run. New Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. With meatballs, <laughs> without meatballs, <laughs> or chicken flavor. <laughs> Thank goodness for new Pac-Man pasta. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. Hey, Scrib, how do you pronounce poke, poke, pokkin? Pokemon. Pokemon. Why, Jorge? I'm glad you asked, because the way that you would pronounce it is Pockin tournament. Pockin, 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 like like te like Tekken, but with Pokemon. Pokin, Pokin, Pockin. So so is is this I don't the, know. the Pokemon no Tekken crossover we've always been waiting for? Well, hold on, because crossover with fighting games is a dangerous word. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So what it what it is? Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know if you listeners knew, but I was in Japan recently, uh, and. Really? What was the weirdest story that came out of Japan? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, and I would frequently go to arcades because that's the kind of guy I am. Right. Uh, and one of the games that I would keep seeing was the Pockin Tournament. Oh my uh, gosh! It looks which good. Which I was, what which I was interested in because I'm a huge Tekken fan, like the best. Uh, no, that's not true. And I played yeah, a lot you're, of. You're the best Tekken the, fan. The be, I'm the best Tekken. Canonically, the uh, best and I one. played a lot of Tekken Seven. Uh, and then whenever I would get done uh, beating up small children, I would go play a Pokken <laughs> tournament mm -hmm. because I was interested to see how the Tekken people adapted the Pokemon uh, universe. And the answer is completely differently than what you would think, because. Uh, Tekken is known to be like a you know a 3D fighter where it's not a 2D fighter. Yeah, you, you, right, you sidestep. Eight way run. Yeah, right? yeah. A lot of it has to do with sidestepping and spacing. Uh, but Pokken or Pokken or whatever the Pokemon I, fighting. I game, say Pokken. Yeah. I, hey, Pokken. That works. Um, it's interesting because. As the time that I played it, there were only nine playable uh, Pokemon, mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, this is I I'm kind of you know flabbergasted because I'm not a huge Pokemon fan. My knowledge kind of stops at Gen two, so <laughs> if I have to resort to describing them in weird ways, please uh, feel free to <laughs> fill in the name in and laugh at me behind my back. It'll be fine. Sure. Um, sure. 
but they had each character has a different type, uh, like a different speciality. Uh, mm-hmm. And the ones that they had now were strength, and Machamp and Charizard were both strength type. And they had mm-hmm. normal, which was by far the greatest swath of Pokemon. And they had mm-hmm. technique. I guess they had four. I'm sorry. They had technique. Uh, and it was Gengar and the white and green Pokemon that looks like she's wearing a dress. Uh, Gardevoir. Sure. Yeah. Gardevoir. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they had Speed, which is the character that I played as the most. And it looks like the Pokemon's Weavile. purple. And he has a fan. No, no, yeah, no. Weavile. That's Weavile. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they would all play completely differently. Uh, like, mm. for example, the Speed. Uh, I couldn't ever beat a Charizard with my Speed uh, character because of just the way that it would play. And, like, uh, the way that it did play is whenever the match would start... Have you guys ever played, like, the Dragon Ball Z Budokai games? Yes. Like, I, I've seen yeah. a little bit, but I've never One played One character them. is, like, close to the screen, and then your opponent is further off. And, like, right. you know, it's like like a 3D image. It's, uh, like, kind of a cinematic camera yeah, of yeah, what's yeah. going on. That's how the match always starts. Um, mm-hmm. And before the match starts, you get to choose your support. And you always choose... Uh, there's You have a team of two support characters to choose from. Uh, mm-hmm. And the support characters, you know, they'll like in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, you know, they'd fly in and they'd do something to get you out of a sticky situation or to really grind down the opponent uh, right. and, you know, make them tear up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would choose what team of support that you want. And then when the round started, you would choose one of the support in your team to work with you in that one. And you could switch that between rounds. Uh, mm-hmm. But the round would start, and you'd be in that 3D aspect where your Pokemon would be closer to the camera and the other one would be further away. And this would be a game type. We'll just call it Type A because we're creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have three different attack uh, buttons, and one of them, uh, and then one jump button. And the three uh, attack buttons will have like different, uh, like distance attacks, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, They'll all be different kinds of ways to, you know, get at your opponent. Like Charizard would breathe fireballs, and then if you push a different one, he would fly into the air and then, like, breathe down onto the ground in, like, a, a straight line uh, motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then other ones, like Gengar would have one where he goes into the ground and, like, creates um, an AoE area, and, like, that would, uh, you know... If your opponent got stuck in that, then it would do a lot of damage. But mm. whenever you completed a combo, because each of these led to combos by just tapping that one button, usually, sometimes mm-hmm. if you mixed, you know, if you went like three X's and then a B, like something would happen. <laughs> but for the most mm-hmm. part, it was just you tap the same button and then a, a combo would automatically happen. If you mm-hmm. completed that combo, um, the style would change to a typical 2D fighter. Right, uh, and then uh, your attacks would be melee. They wouldn't be uh, distance. They would be close range. I'm I'm uh, interested oh, to see how they would like balance a character select screen in a Pokemon fighting game that has actual fighting type Pokemon in it. It's they get I, they get pretty creative sometimes. Like I played a lot of Gengar, and he was really cool because uh, he was filtered under the technique style, which I think they just gave to ones that they were like, oh, let's put this in there, it'll be fun! <laughs> and they don't like, exactly oh. meet any of the others easily. Yeah, he's like, oh, that he's technique because he's weird. Um, so then you'd switch to the 2D style where you could do uh, more combos and it was, a, it was a pretty simple system to get into. 
Um, but then you had like just cancels and guard breaks and you know uh, grabs and like grab cancels and all this stuff to where you really had to read your opponent, which of course like most fighting games, like that's the real game. This trying to figure out uh, if he's gonna launch you into something and then if you were to like grab it um, or to to counter it in some way and then whenever you would complete a combo that way usually the 2d portion would last a little bit longer so maybe like two combos or three Mm -hmm. it would knock him back into that 3d aspect and then um, usually the match (laughs) would finish in there unless like a um, you know the other person make a comeback and it would go back and forth from the two aspects until one of them won that's pretty interesting. Uh, it yeah, sounds, it sounds then, wacky. It sounds dynamic. It was it was Dynamism. actually really really cool. Um, and then usually around two, you're building up this boost meter the whole time. Uh, and when that gets full, you would hit both triggers because this was like the even though it was an arcade game, it played it had like a controller um, right. that was really kind of large and spacious and a little bit odd. Uh, but because you would, it's coming to Wii U. I so. can't yeah. believe it's coming to a console. Uh, yeah. Oh, mm. dear. Uh, my friend asked me, he's like, do you think it'll come? And it's like, yeah, it's going to. And then the next day, they're like, uh, yep. um, but you would hit the both triggers. And then um, if your uh, your Pokemon would go into their super state, mm-hmm. like, is that what it's called, Jimmy? Uh, well, I mean, it's very dependent on which Pokemon. I'm assuming just like the mechanic itself yeah, yeah. is like a super state, but like a few of them do what is called the mega evolution, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like like Pikachu doesn't have that. Right. So it, but Pikachu, like, uh, he would just get more static electricity right, surrounding right. him, you know. It's to just like, generally a heightened yeah, yeah, yeah. power. Uh, but no, no, no. See, it's not that um, okay. in the game. Because then whenever you're in your, uh, your, your Super Saiyan of mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would get a whole new list of attacks that okay. would be largely overpowered. Um, right. So, which is like, oh, which is really great because uh, then you can really, you know, push the heat on them or, you know, kind of work your way out of a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, then if you hit the shoulders while you're in that mode, uh, you do an ultimate like finisher that does a lot of damage. And it, and it like it goes into this cutscene. Uh, which is always cool. I never got tired, even when they were used on me, of, like, you know, watching him. Because they were, like, Gengar's, like, he grabs him and he throws him into this, like, dark portal (laughs) world where Mm -hmm. Gengar's face, like, eats him. And then, Mm -hmm. like, it all warps back into reality and the Pokemon's, like, just flies off from some unknown area. Um, Right. And essentially like like ultras from yeah, Street Fighter. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, they do a lot of damage, uh, and they're they're really easy to pull off is the thing. It's not like uh, Street Fighter where you have to do like uh, you know, this movement with this button or yeah. you know, it's just oh you just hit the two shoulder buttons. Uh, so it's really, really accessible, which I think was a lot of focus on it and to be honest like i thought it would kind of just be like oh that game was fun but no because it's accessible like there is still a lot of depth to it again uh, that i can't believe it's coming to console (laughs) yeah it's 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 a really it's a really cool game uh and one thing that was available in the arcades uh, was that uh, the machines were always online so you could Mm -hmm. play against people from all over the japan uh, and it and was cool because like you would see their stats and you could be like oh this person's gonna kill me may- maybe <laughs> that is pretty cool. america so th- they were trying 
this out at Dave and Buster's in July. Mm-hmm. They were they were distributing Pockin cabinets oh. over over stateside as well before announcing they were just gonna do fuck it worldwide release spring 2016. Um, so yeah, that's it, it. Looks super that's, hype. That's what Pockin is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it looks super and I'm very, a very apt description. I'm actually really excited that stuff is easy and that it's accessible because that seems to be the route that uh, fighting games are taking now because, like, when you look at Street Fighter 4 versus 5, which is coming out, 5 doing, like, executing moves in 5 is much easier Mm -hmm. by a long shot. Um, Like, they, they changed mechanics and stuff, so it's not like, like... You know, it's not it's well, it's not <laughs> pulling off combos. It's knowing when you should be doing them. Yeah, like uh, the game is more of of a a knowledge and mind games and understanding your opponent rather than I can do the thing where you hit quarter circle and this and then you FADC into this and that. Like that's no longer the the, the like barrier of entry is like knowing how to do fucking crazy ass inputs yeah and i uh, like that they're doing that especially for a pokemon game even in uh tekken 7 uh there's a lot of little changes and one of the most notable ones is uh in tekken right whenever you're about to die you go into this thing called rage mode where you do okay. extra damage so you can come mm-hmm. back if um you know you're kind of in a hole but in tekken 7 they introduced this thing called rage uh-huh. arts which is an easy input like usually it'd be like both kick buttons or like down and both kick buttons or something something really simple mm-hmm. um and then just like uh the mega evolutions in pokemon you know if if that hit it would kind of play this little cutscene and do a lot of damage mm-hmm. uh but the thing is uh in tekken like if you missed or like as soon as it was used you would you would lose your rage um uh buff mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of had to know when to use it, and, like, that was a lot of the game as opposed to just air juggling, because I know this one combo and nobody can right. beat it. So, like, yeah, there is a lot more, um, you know, accessibility coming to fighting games, and as a person who loves fighting games, I think that's great, because everyone should love fighting yeah, games. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. So I know that's what put me off from fighting games for so long. Like Soul Calibur mm-hmm. was the only one I liked because it was easier to do things. Yeah, right. Horizontal, it's vertical, like Tekken. Yeah, yeah. Tekken. Um, te- oh, no, Tekken. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, uh, let's see. In other news, we got <laughs> wow, not, that was not rough. Tekken yeah, sorry, news. Sorry, we've, we've just been hanging on Pokken for a while, know, so we need to move to the rest of the news. Pokken, Pokken grabbed on hard. Um, Turok and Turok Two are getting remasters. All right, which is interesting. Like that feels like it came out of nowhere, but I guess it kind of makes sense. I don't know. I like how uh, in in a lot of the news articles reporting on the press release, they have enhanced graphics and quotation marks. Great, because if if you guys have seen these screenshots, it's it doesn't exactly look like a uh, a a a thoroughly revamped set of graphical assets they're working with Wait, here. Wait, is this? Oh, it looks great. It looks great, man. Is it? These aren't the screenshots. <laughs> on on this article on GameSpot, are they? Yeah, yeah. I got the press release too, and they sent me a zip file with these same screenshots. This it. is the remastered version. <laughs> yes. That they're can't you tell they're in 1080 that they're releasing in 2015. Uh, if yes. for people who who don't have you know or are not looking at these images, don't don't look at them. 
They're obscene. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> they're they're barely PS2 graphics right now. They're they're borderline right now. That they look like N64 graphics on a Nintendo. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't wait yeah. to look right. at these 360p yeah. textures in 1080p. That'll make them look. That'll make those pixels really pop out. You know. Right. Very very smeared, muddy looking textures, kind of stretched as far as they'll go across <laughs> low poly models. You can count the angles on these models. I, the triceratops, I, the triceratops is really showing try. Yeah. I love that that's yeah. their opening one too. That's like, yeah, this yeah, look is at our triangles. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. The triangle. It's a triangle asaurus. Oh, Jesus, this is uh. Um, <laughs> so, but remember, I Look mean, we, we are, like, picking on a remaster of freaking Turok, which, which was kind of a, it ended up kind of becoming a throwaway franchise, but compare it to the standard, like, like, look up the Perfect Dark remaster that, uh, Rare put out for 360, or the Banjo-Kazooie one, for that matter, mm -hmm. like, there are good examples of N64 games being dressed up to look nice, they replaced a lot of the models, replaced the textures, it looks like what they're doing here is just straight up dumping them from the N64 ROM. Yeah, I mean, like, that's sort of the the idea here, is when you remaster something, it should usually get something done to it to make it better than the original no, no, version. No. Because they, what they... this looks like is a port of Turok. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not a remaster Yeah, yeah if, you, if they would have said port, then I would have been like, okay, I mean, it looks shitty because it's... Turok, like it's Turok 1 and 2 like of course it's going to look shitty on a modern console but this is not this is not this is not <laughs> it's just not it's going to sell well guys it's going to sell well <laughs> I, I, and, I, I don't and know the Turok name will come back and the one kid that was named Turok will not feel like <laughs> I wonder what ever happened to that so kid bad. named Dovahkiin Oh, that's right. I feel He's so bad for teased at school at this people. moment. Yeah. At this very second. At this very second. Um, next on the list, we have a very positive press release or financial report, actually, mm -hmm. from CD Projekt Red that has reported that The Witcher 3 has sold over 6 million copies. Hooray. Which is technically a fuck ton. It's, it's yes. very I'm good. Happy. Yeah. That, that is, like, more than a lot of big marketed Western game releases. The, the amazing thing can get. is that it's big enough to be good even by by fucking ridiculous triple A standards. Yeah, by American triple A standards mm, like where Tomb like, Raider, yeah. Alien ISO did not they they got they they ended in the two millions. Yeah, and those are like these were failures. Like not really. There were they sold two million copies. Like that's a lot. But this is enough for triple A's to be like, yeah, it's a good it's a success. So it, it's it was barely under last year's Pokemon. I was looking at the top selling games of last year, like if if the numbers aren't like drastically higher across the entire industry this year, this will put Witcher Three as one of the top ten selling games of the whole year. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Witcher's great. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm excited yeah. for that. Can't wait for Witcher uh five, six, and seven. And also four, I guess, is the number that I missed in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, four is going to be a prequel. Where maybe they'll make you play as series butt or something. They said that that they're not going to do any more games with with Geralt, with Geralt. the same character. And I don't know what ending you're going to get, Scrib. 
but the one that I got was was very very conclusive towards his story. It it, yeah. it said ever after at the very end of the last sentence. Ooh. So yeah yeah yeah. Oh. They 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 really wanted to hammer it down. Um, speaking of uh, things that are a success, that something that has not been a success is the troubled <laughs> development and release cycle. Yeah, I'm wow. just, I'm just, that you know, crashed and closing, closing my pictures. eyes, going shoulder first through the rest of the news topics That, that segue was about as successful as the actual segue. As, as devil's hey. bird. Yay. Yay. So, so I don't know if you guys have been keeping track of I, I've heard the of, name of and the I've looked up. at the images of the heavily tattooed man. That's yeah. I've I've heard the name and I have not seen any images until this review and as I later found out that's because like they didn't release images of this game throughout much of its almost 8 year development cycle. Oh, has it been that long? Good. Well, it was announced in I believe 2010, but it could have started conceptually in 2008 when um Itagaki uh, quit Tecmo and sued the company. Right. And he was just like really, really angry that they didn't give him his Christmas bonus one year. And also he was getting getting rocked by a sexual harassment scandal that he ended up being declared innocent of. But anyways, mm. um, he, he just didn't want to stay at that company anymore. And I guess he didn't stick around and do nothing for the two years before they announced this game. But it's been eight years since his last big game, and, and he made the Dead or Alive series and the Ninja Gaiden reboots for the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So you think this guy knows his shit about making action games, but apparently this thing has just been gone under such an incredible amount of development hell. They've, they've switched engines, companies, publishers. They were going to be under THQ, then THQ folded. They were going to make it for Xbox 360 and PS3. No one wanted it. Eventually, Nintendo decided to take up the project around... Um, earlier this year, but then when there was no media released of it whatsoever during E3 series, that people were wondering what was up. A fan site later on found out through a leak in a source that Nintendo had decided to drop the project because they had no faith in it, mm. but then a bunch of old legacy Itagaki fans got really, really offended and apparently wrote enough letters to have Nintendo reconsider and try to publish it out again. And wow. as you can see, it, it has now been reviewed to abysmal scores, absolutely unless, abysmal. Hmm. Unless your hobby consolas, who's who's gives it a seventy nine. That, that but is. even then, when like a seventy nine <laughs> is like the best you got going for you, it's 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 not looking good. And also, I I also looked at the release date. This game is coming out on December eleventh. If, if I remember oh, right. no. Wow. And it got reviewed on August 26. Oh, no. So, well, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're going to fix all the problems by then. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the reviewers are, are the, actually the beta testers. <laughs> oh, they're no. pulling the wool over their eyes. So they have, like, almost four months of time ahead of them to until they release this game. It came out in Japan on August 4th. So, so maybe, maybe they're, I, I don't know what the hell happened. I guess it's just some incredible, weird Japanese Nintendo decision for them to, number one, finish the American version of this game, and number two, mail it out to reviewers and set the embargo for a date that's four months before launch, 
Yeah, Usually really when that happens, that's a good sign. It shows that they're extremely confident in their product. But it feels like this is like an incredibly weird case where you're seeing Nintendo just like throwing their arms up in the air and saying, you know what? We don't want this thing either. Let's just get this over It's with. Nintendo saying, we didn't ask for this. You guys did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here you go. Are you happy with it? Here's your fucking so, tattooed man. Reviewers, reviewers cite an, an abysmal... Repetitive, dull, soulless single player campaign that controls poorly. I looked at some gameplay footage. It very weirdly tries to merge, um, um, like character action hack and slash with third person shooting. Great. When you, when you, instead of like, you know, double make shooting. Right, right. Because you press a button and the camera, like, folds into your character right and it looks like in all the gameplay footage videos i've seen the the people playing have a really hard time dealing with with how the aiming sensitivity works because it looks so so stiff and unresponsive and you know you know in devil may cry when you press the shoot button he just pops up a shot the camera doesn't change it auto aims on the nearest enemy and this the you you stop for like a good half second to change camera angles to a first person aiming mode when mobs of character action enemies are still surrounding you and it doesn't really look like it works so i'm looking at the pictures for it and there's a lot of the tattooed guy just standing around looking cool and then there's one where he's just playing the drums wait uh (laughs) i need yeah yeah so so i'm convinced (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're 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 trying to go for like a quirky Japanese over the top action hero style in the vein of let's say no more heroes or Bayonetta or whatnot. Like that might be the the, the most normal thing it, about this game ooh. is seeing the hero just play like, drums. I'm gonna link a picture in the Skype chat, and it's pretty much just looks like like Duke Nukem with a Japanese coat of paint on it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. even looks like Duke Nukem. Right. In that yeah, that's picture. what I'm saying. Like in that picture, it just looks like they shaved Duke Nukem's head and gave him like Japanese character symbols tattooed all over him. So you know how well Duke Nukem's doing nowadays? Right. About as well as the Devil's I, Third, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they're they're gonna make. I got, <laughs> what's that? I, I said I got the Duke Nukem uh, 3D thing for the Vita, and it's pretty mm. good. So. But that's Duke Nukem 3D. That's like a 1993 yeah. game. Hey, you know what? Let it have its time. It had its time in 1993. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but okay. Anyways, another another really interesting thing about this: reviewers like the multiplayer mode better than the single player. Mm. Right. And as it turns out, Nintendo is also publishing a PC version of just the multiplayer that's going to be free to play weird that's good so this is such a weird situation how does this you know what i how does this happen? I, I just gotta say i came across the picture of devil's third tattoo man playing the drums and it was in this one particular moment that i understood that drums are not a very romantic in- instrument are they <laughs> like no. i don't feel any sort of deep connection with this guy even as a drummer looking at him playing the drums i feel like he's a dude who's probably had, like, he probably has had a beer in the last, you know, 15 minutes, and he's just, like, like getting, just, like, getting his rage out real quick. Like, I feel like there's no, like, deep thing here. Like, you see a guy playing the guitar, and you're like, this guy's got something to say. You see a guy playing the drums, <laughs> and you're like, all right. Well, that guy's just that, ran that just all over shit. those drums. Yeah. <laughs> just Wow. 
Yeah, so that's where that's where Devil Third is at. <laughs> uh Okay, let's see. What is, what's what's the segue oh. going to be here? You know, Nintendo reluctantly publishes stuff they don't want to publish. Speaking of the devil, Konami oh. just <laughs> doesn't publish anything anymore. <sighs> yeah, yeah, the they they they're like public enemy number one right now yeah. because yeah. this this like classic video game company that's made some of the most iconic franchises since the NES days just decided starting like last year. We're not going to do games anymore ever again. I feel like we should just put an asterisk in there that and say this classic video games company that has harbored several people who have made great video game franchises. Mm-hmm. Because yes. I feel like giving them yeah. absolutely zero credit on these things from now on. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, even back when Silent Hill uh, 1 and 2 were like being a thing, like like konami was not a fun company to be yeah it was the people that made the game special Well, what about the the konami code i mean okay yeah let's let's erase everything they've ever done uh uh publisher based game feature yeah i mean that that has their name stamped on it i hope we can change that to the video game code someday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you know you've messed up with. <laughs> um so Konami is closing support and updates for 31 of uh their Japanese versions of mobile games. Uh some of them include Metal Gear Solid Touch and Silent Scope and this uh this this action will will begin on September 10th. They're not going to be updated for new versions of of phone operating systems and another interesting thing here among their list of 31 games is that they're all paid apps there aren't any free to play ones on that list because they're really just going hard with this whole free to play cell phone games only screw everything else maybe print off another pes from the from the pes mill yep the PES printing press, and that's just going to be it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, even I just, even they're even downsizing the cell phone. Library. I just don't understand this company. Like, I get the move from huge, expensive video games to pachinko machines, but just like, f- like opting out of mobile <laughs> apps, the like cash yeah, cow of the century away from cheap games. It, it seems like they're just sitting in a tower and, you know, stroking their hands, just cackling. <laughs> like, what can we do to piss people yeah, off Yeah, it's next? not even oh. like they're cackling over, like, a world domination scheme. They're cackling over, like, like let's go egg somebody's house, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, they have a big old wheel, and it's like, whatever this lands on is what we're going to do, and they just had a stroke of bad luck recently, and they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. Whoa. The wheel of the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, Konami wheel. It's, it's... Not like they had much to lose either by, by, by slicing off Metal Gear Solid Touch. Like it has the Metal Gear Solid name in it. This thing would have seen a sales spike around September 10th when mm. when they're deciding to to ditch it. Yeah. Uh. So in brighter pastures, we have our very last news topic, and that is that Shovel Knight is getting an amiibo. Allegedly. No, no. It's it's a very very legit looking leak from the official Twitter account of um, Game, the UK games retailer, mm. has uh, also also joined in and and produced a legit looking promotional image for a Shovel Knight amiibo. I don't uh, know, man. 
So yeah, that's cool. What do you guys think about like third-party stuff? Well, I, I love the idea. Um, I, I mean, as long well, as they're not rare to get. Well, I mean, they're going to be, and we're gonna see what this alleged Shovel Knight amiibo unlocks. I'm not going to lock in until it's officially announced, but um, it's, yeah, so, okay. It's I, you can okay. I can go to my Twitter right now, open up the source code, and make anybody tweet anything. I could make. Like, it's so easy to change a tweet to look real, and it's so easy to Photoshop an image. However, the Shovel Knight amiibo that's featured in this picture, I've seen the high res of it, and it does look very, very legit, but I'm not going to lock in until there's an official announcement. But it, it, it came from their official account. Right, and you can just make that tweet, like, very easily. Like, I can go make so, Game so Brighton say whatever the fuck I want, and I'll take a screenshot and send it to you. But But hundreds of people saw it on the official Game Brighton Twitter account. I don't know any of those people, nor did I see it myself. So Oh, oh. <laughs> until I, I I think if if that was the case, it wouldn't be news. It Yeah, I, don't know. I, I think I think if it was doctored then they would have tried to halt it. I'm just saying way. I didn't see this Game Brighton tweet. I've seen images of the Shovel Knight amiibo by itself, high res, all day, but I haven't seen this Game Brighton tweet until this article that you showed me. Uh, it's, it's being reposted on a lot of things. But what I'm Amnesia, saying is, Silicon era, long story short, doesn't IGN. really matter what I believe about whether it's real or not. I'm just not going to get my hopes up, but mm. I like the idea of it. I'm curious as to what it unlocks. If it's, if it unlocks the, the fucking plague, uh, whatever <laughs> DLC for Shovel Knight, that'd be pretty cool. Bayonetta, um, Amiibo coming up next. Oh, I hope so. Don't, Followed by don't, Mighty Number no. Nine. Joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. George, George is like, I already have money set aside. If there's a bayonet, right? Honestly, no. yeah. I, I, I'm probably not. Bayonetta for Mario Kart 2015. I, I may or may not oh, that would be great. purchase the Shovel Knight amiibo, but the only one that I'm actually hope, setting aside some money is the Callie and, and Mary amiibos from Splatoon, because if those ever happen, I'm going to get them. And it's gonna... That's it's, way more likely to happen I, than I Shovel Knight I know, Knight that's was. why I'm keeping money set aside, because if those happen, I need them. Need them in your life, I do. Huh? I don't blame you. They... And the, the, the Amiibos can wave at you. Too. Oh, man. Don't even... Don't even get me started. <laughs> There'll be a little string on the back, and... <laughs> You pull, <laughs> pull the string and it just like rotates the hand 180 degrees and you hear a crappy tiny speaker say there's a snake in my okay. right yes yes oh my gosh girl. you were thinking the same thing <laughs> okay so with that with that being said we're going to uh, wrap this thing up and head out uh, very, very, very quickly, though, and last but not least. Scribble Scrabble, you are totally new yeah. to these people. What are you? Where are you? I am Scribble Scrabble. Uh, I'm part <laughs> a, of a show where me and my friend, we make YouTube videos on a very infrequent basis. But still, we make interesting content every once in a while. Uh, we have... We have Let's Plays, we have some game analysis stuff, we have our finger in multiple pies, so to speak, and you Gross. can check us out at, excuse me, <laughs> uh, you can check us out at youtube.com slash thepandorascartridge, or if you want to hear my inhumane ramblings on a more frequent basis, then follow me on Twitter at, at pandacart. Sweet. 
and for, yeah, for Pandora's is... car treasure. Right. Yes, correct. Uh, Matt Visual. I'm. I find you at Matt Visual. I'm. I'm at Matt Visual on every everything. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, the occasional Facebook post. George, you like you like set a spell, and now he's turned yeah. into some sort of baby New Jersey guy. Yeah, I just. New Jersey. I just. It's always George's fault. Every week, I'm like Matt. There can be, you could be gaining subscribers from this, and you're blowing it on a comedy joke. <laughs> it's all about the comedy. <laughs> now that's comedy. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe maybe they like comedy. If you want, if you want to watch some unfunny stuff, not unfunny, just not comedy stuff. You can find it at YouTube.com/slash/SunderGamer or on Twitter at SunderCR. And George, where can we I'm find on- you? I, I'm holding out for those uh, Mario Maker level heads. Well, if I until- if Nintendo would send me the goddamn game. Oh, I, I put in a request too today. They approved my press account. What? But what? I want it, I want some it, of this you gotta action. You got to apply. You have to do paperwork. I don't want to well, apply. I just want paperwork. to not have to spend sixty dollars that I don't have to buy a game that you I know, need. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's rough out there. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/BunnyHopShow. Is Super Bunny Hop because Super Bunny Hop was already taken. <laughs> Fuck that guy. No. <laughs> what if it's like yeah. a child? I mean, <laughs> then like. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Give that's, him a that sells stern a lot, talking huh? to. <laughs> Discipline that guy. I mean, when yeah. I say "fuck that guy," I don't mean like, yeah, I hope somebody has Literally, sex with that guy. Like... <laughs> that's like that's like not a punishment that I would wish upon somebody. I'd be like, lonely that guy. Yeah, there, there you <laughs> go. Show that, that's what needs to be the euphemism. Yeah. Because when you're saying like "fuck that guy." I mean, it depends on, like, I guess who you're talking about and where you're talking about in the matter of perspective or whatnot, but it could go very well for that right. guy were that to happen. Yeah. Maybe. All right, so then with now, that, I think, I think yeah. we've about... We've completely, like, gone <laughs> stupid at this yeah. point, so let's just, let's just end it on a high note. Okay. Yeah. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.